Welcome to the Lightning 50 e-commerce growth hacking podcast brought to you by BrightPearl. Want to turn your business into a cash generating machine? You've come to the right place. This bite-sized podcast reveals the technology secrets fueling the world's fastest growing online brands. And for our host, we have retail industry expert, Caroline Baldwin. She'll be sharing her own wisdom and experience as she interviews high growth e-commerce brands to uncover their secret tech tools and tips for success. Let's get started on supercharging your growth. Here's Caroline. Hello, I'm Caroline and welcome to the Lightning 50 e-commerce growth hacking podcast. Today, we are speaking to Jade Holland Cooper. She is the CEO and founder of the quintessentially British fashion brand, Holland Cooper. Jade, thank you so much for joining us. It's a delight to have you here today. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really well on this beautiful sunny day. It's really gorgeous now. Um, so, so the British social calendar has just well and truly kicked off with Cheltenham Festival uh, very recently, which is a key date in your diary. Um, how are you feeling after, you know, a, quite an uncertain past couple of years? It, it, was it was it great to be back? Yeah, it was fantastic. And to be honest, for the whole of Cheltenham, um, the races are a massive event. So to have it back was brilliant, not just for the brand, but for the whole town. You really feel it. It's it's an electric atmosphere. And I think for the brand, it's one of the biggest events where you see so much product worn. And that is, you know, it's great for me. It's brilliant for the team. We had a huge stand this year. We really wanted to be bigger and better than ever before. And I think, you know, after being almost two years out of the game in terms of the events to come back, it was really important for us to show the growth that we've had online, but to show it visually through the stand and the event space that we put up and the product. So, you know, all round, it was a fantastic event. I bet. I bet it was a really exciting time. It's just, as, as we say, after a very uncertain couple of years, it must have been must have been buzzing the atmosphere there. Um, so tell our audience a little bit about this business that you started nearly 15 years ago, Holland Cooper, for those that aren't aware of, of what you guys do. So Holland Cooper, in a nutshell, really is a British luxury lifestyle brand. So, you know, I set out to create beautiful product for women in all aspects of their life. And I think probably I am the customer and my life reflects all the things that you know I think our customers do do so whether that be for a night out in the city to I'm walking the dog in the day to I'm going riding to I'm going skiing we want to encapsulate every aspect of that woman's lifestyle and bring the tailoring and the British made into the heart of the business that's how I started that's a big part of who we are still and wrap everything around those products so something that I saw very early on is lots of women buying key piece from a luxury brand but everything else they were wearing was from the high street so I really wanted to achieve essentials at a good price point that means that the consumer can buy into a jacket or a key piece but they're then staying with us for everything else so what we've created really is a, a brand where our customers can buy everything that they need for all of the aspects of their life from us. And I think that's why it's been so successful because they know that they can come and buy those key things. We're not about fast fashion. We're not about chasing a trend. We're about celebrating those investment pieces, those staple garments, and really understanding that they have a, a space within our wardrobe that isn't just for a season. It's actually far longer than that and far greater than that and far more important than that. So I think we really do a good job of celebrating those classics. 
I see. So it's the true definition of luxury lifestyle then, rather than necessarily just a fashion brand. It's it's day in, day out, everything in between. And what I'd love to understand from you is how how e-commerce and online has impacted your business over over let's start from maybe at the beginning and it's quite an interesting time period you know as you approach um, the business nearly being 15 years old and online and luxury took a little while to marry together compared to the fast fashion side of the industry how has that been for you did you have a website straight straight at the beginning and versus in store you know at the beginning it was all about I, I started the business the platform with the event circuit mm-hmm. so that's how I got the the business yeah. to market if you like and really it was before social media had kicked off I, I wasn't really involved in social media at that point website a little bit but not not anything like the way we are now I mean the, the website is a, a central tool and asset to the business and it will continue to be that and the platform into the gateway of worldwide global sales and that is a phenomenal thing to have within the business and the other aspects and the other channels wrap around the online but the online is the hub really of of who we are and we are really proud of our website and we spend a lot of time on it and a lot of effort on the photography in my mind the website is our shop front so why would we not invest in the photography of every single product to be the best it can possibly be to translate to the consumer almost as though they've touched and felt felt the product. Of course. And you've got um, physical touch points as well as as online. Your overall growth rate for the year 2020 to 2021 was an impressive 243%. That's a big that's a big number. What were some of the factors behind that particular growth rate over that financial year, do you think? I think it was a, a combination of things, but I think we really over lockdown engaged with our consumer. I personally engaged with our consumer throughout my own Instagram and through the Holland Cooper Instagram with the team. But the consumer is really connected with who we are and the product and they've really bought into the brand and they're so passionate about the brand. Our customers absolutely adore it. And do you think yourself being the face of the brand is really important, as you say, integral with Instagram and really being that touch point with those customers? Do you think that that is that something that you've developed over time or has that always been the case? I think over lockdown, it really changed and I changed my way of connecting with the consumer and I became much more open about what was happening. I think before, perhaps it was all very polished and just a closed book and the odd bit on stories. But now... I talk to my customers like a friend. I talk to them all the time. And, you know, I reply myself to every single message and there can be up to 400 messages a day. But the point is they are a connection point for me, for the business and every aspect of the business that you may not know. Oh, my delivery didn't arrive or, oh, my delivery arrived and looked so amazing. Or I had the best customer experience today or I went into the boutique and I wanted to see a pink welly and there was only a yellow one. Okay, this is connecting me to every aspect of the business. And it's a bit like when I started the business and I was working on the trade stands and I'm seeing every single customer and hearing all of their feedback. The Instagram is doing that for me now. It's so interesting. So, you know, Instagram barely launched or wasn't even around when you started the started the brand. So it, it, it this tool came along. So we're talking, you know, this technology 
we're talking about technology on this podcast, but this tool seems to be completely instrumental to your brand right now and the future of it. Are there other social media tools that you're looking at? Are you looking at kind of the TikToks of the world? Are you worried about the keeping abreast of when your customer is ready to move on to a different platform? At the minute, I'm not looking at another platform, no. I, I'm, I'm doing one well because I think, you know, there's only so many platforms you can do yourself well. As a brand, it's different because we have a team of, you know, a team doing it. But social media for me isn't just about being on lots of channels. It's about me actually connecting myself with the consumer. So the minute I have somebody else doing it, the whole point of that has gone. So if I'm to do another five platforms, it's not realistic that I can keep up with it. And then it's just somebody else doing it. So for me at the moment, I'm really enjoying having that one platform that I'm really connected with. And I think it benefits in the customer and me. Yeah, definitely. You'll just lose that personal touch just inherently. So talk to me about some of the challenges that you faced over the last year. I think, look, when you're growing at the rate that we're growing, there are always challenges. And anyone that tells you there aren't is lying, frankly, because, you know, that you are going to come across things. And I think COVID, I mean, that is a challenge, isn't it? That is an enormous challenge. And I think logistically, operationally, from a stock and factory point of view, the whole world went into turmoil. And I think we had to, you know, we had to manage that as a team. But the point is, in growth, you're always going to face challenges. It's how you deal with those challenges and how you learn from those bumps in the road or those mistakes and how you get better and stronger for the following year. And that's a business that will continue to grow versus one that will fall over. And I think that's what we've been good at as a team is saying, okay, this is a challenge. We've not faced it before. We're going to overcome it and we're going to put in things and measures that mean that we're not going to face it again. But I have a habit of surrounding myself with good people. So they have expertise. We're all sitting together. It's collaborative. You need to surround yourself with good people and you need to be able to trust what they're doing and saying to an extent in order that you can grow and move forward. Yeah, good good people. That's um, a tip that's come up a few times on the on the podcast. A lot of um, lot of people in our industry need to just be surrounded by the best expertise you can get your hands on. So tell me, how has technology helped you get to the growth position that you are at the minute. Let's talk a little bit about your e-commerce stack. What what are you using there? So there's multiple things that we are using. And I think what I will say about systems is when your business is growing, don't be afraid to evolve and relook at what it is you need as a business because it's not if you're growing every year, you're almost a different business and your requirements are different. So what worked last year may not work this year, or you may have to change it. But I think sometimes the fear of change is that means that it doesn't happen. And then the business is held back. And I think that's something that we've been good at is either picking systems that will grow with you or be thinking, okay, this is what we need to put in to, to move forward. But Brightpile has been a great system for us. We've We've used them for five or six years could even be longer now um and it has you know grown with the business every system has its drawbacks and every system when you're a multi-channel operation i think there are challenges to find a system that fits all but brightpa has been a great connector for us as a brand and i think we'll continue to do so we're also using other fantastic systems for our uh, b2b like jaw that's been fantastic we're getting a investing further in that this year our wholesale business has also grown dramatically so to find a system that really helps galvanize that has been fantastic 
and then there's new systems that we want to put in place to grow other aspects of the business, like sample development, the design process, sample trackers, um, more advanced warehouse systems. All of the all of the departments, as you get bigger, need systems that can help you streamline it. Or you're just having more and more and more people. It's as simple as that. You need connectivity, you need transparency, and you need communication across all of your departments in order to make the business flow. Mm. And in terms of finding those new technologies, or even to an extent, finding those people that you want to work with, do you have one one tip when it comes to seeking out what you need? You have to understand what it is that you're trying to achieve. I think the problems come if you don't understand yourself what it is that you're trying to do. So my tip for anybody would be to understand yourself to an extent, every aspect of the business. So you're very clear on what it is that you are trying to achieve. Keep it simple. Keep it core to the things that you want out of this. And finally, you rank 22 on the Lightning 50 list of fastest growing brands. What does that recognition mean to you, the business and your employees? I think it's great to see the growth. It's fantastic. You know, we are striving to be bigger and better every year. And if we get recognition along the way, that's that's fantastic. And our growth and the consumer's love for the brand and the extension now into overseas markets is a really exciting place. We are in an incredibly exciting growth phase. So for us, it's fantastic and it makes all the hard work worthwhile. Fantastic. Jade, thank you so much for your time today. All the best with the next year and all your continued growth. And to our listeners out there, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We'll be back with you with another episode very soon.